I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program. Welcome, everyone, to Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Graham Tallman, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in virtual reality. We record our episodes live in Altspace every week, and you can join us from your PC or VR headset. Just log into Altspace, join our Simulation Nation channel, and teleport in to offer your opinion, question, or whatever else. Today, we have with us a very special guest, Altspace engineer Jimmy Shang, otherwise known as Jimmy. Um, Altspace is one of the leading platforms, if you don't know by now, that is allowing us to build the metaverse together from the ground up. And if you wanted to get started building your own worlds, or if you're a pro looking to up your game, Jimmy is here to help be your guide. Let's give it up. Moji love for Jimmy. <laughs> awesome. We got uh, we got Eli and uh, Pope Pat and uh, Kurt. How's it going, Kurt? Good to see you again. And, and Sasha here. And of course, Jimmy. So, Jimmy, you probably spend a lot of time in alt space, but yet you're kind enough to give us a little bit of your time tonight. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> Sure, love to be here. Cool. So I wonder, you know, I, I sometimes interview uh, world builders who literally, I feel like they're in here 12 hours a day. Do you, how much time do you spend in here or do you do other things other than just being in alt space? Uh, well, usually uh, I have to get up early for meetings and I'm doing uh, development throughout the day. Uh, I might get a couple hours at night, uh, but don't tell the wife and kids. Um, so yeah, I'm not supposed to be doing too much of that. Um, but um, but yeah, w whenever I have an idea, I'll uh, just kind of hack away at stuff. Not everything I, sh I share with everybody, but always thinking about um, how to make things better and thinking about the future. Oh, very cool. Well, um, so what we'll do is, um, unless people get too unruly, we'll keep you uh, off of, uh, we'll not have to mute the audience. Just uh, after every segment, uh, we'll answer, uh, let Jimmy answer some questions if you have them or whatever. So uh, please uh, keep that in mind as we move forward here. So obviously, I, I did some digging and I discovered that you are anonymous. So uh, <laughs> uh, don't tell the federal government. <laughs> I could I could definitely see the uh, similarity here. This is the uh, the hacker with the hat on and the sunglasses, and then oh, there he is, anonymous. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously, for uh, any employer out there or anyone no jimmy is not anonymous uh he is just a guy who is very good with computers i wish i was that good we, we'd uh, definitely fix some of the world building tools by now <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> cool well why don't we go all the way back to the to the origin story of jimmy and uh let's find out you know obviously you are very adept at uh computers um but uh let's go from how did you get involved with uh tech computers and then uh how did that bridge into vr um yeah i'll i'll keep it short um when i was uh doing my undergraduate at yale uh, i got into autonomous ground vehicles this is like ages ago <laughs> I might be dating myself, but we were uh, one of the projects I worked on was like taking a Hot Wheels Jeep and sticking GPS on it and like sticking a mini ITX computer on it and trying to get it to like, you know, autonomously navigate through some stuff. Those would be, uh, those were, that was a long time ago when GPS was really bad as well. Before Tesla. So already in college, I was I yeah, I got into it. Um, uh, then I went to grad school at Stanford. I was working on some robotic stuff. Um, and robotics back then was like just five more years away. And today it's still just five more years <laughs> right, away still. Right, right. Um, 
So, as our, um, so yeah, I mean, I've been as our autonomous cars. <laughs> There's still, te- you know, Elon Musk was like, in 2020, we're going to have cars going from LA to New York autonomously, and now he's like, well, it's a little more difficult than we thought. So all this stuff always seems to be just out of reach. <laughs> you always have to take uh, Elon's right. uh, statements with a grain right. of salt. He is doing free marketing for himself. Right. So. Totally. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and, uh, after that, I, I worked at startups doing, um, web stuff for, for, for quite a few years. Um, and one day I was like, uh, I got a DK2 headset and, uh, I made this, um, this is in late 2014. I, uh, was doing this in my back room, the DK2, and I made a Star Trek experience in Unreal Engine 4. And I was like, this is awesome. But also like, what the hell is this game development crap? Why do I have to do lighting? And why does performance suck so much? Like, oh my God, what a pain. Um, but I did make the experience. Um, that really kind of brought me into VR. Um, I even got my experience featured in um, on Oculus Share back in the day before they got acquired um, on Christmas Day, 20, 2014. Oh, wow. So I was like super pumped. Actually, I quit my job. I was like a VP of engineering at a, um, a fintech company. Um, uh, and I quit my job and I'm like, I want to do like VR full time. And, um, before I even came to Altspace, I actually worked at Linden Lab for a while. If you don't know, Linden Lab makes Second Life. And at the time they were like starting to dip their toes into VR. Um, but they were like really slowly dipping their toes, like sloth speed. Right. Um, cause I think in the whole office, there were two DK2s and I had two DK2s at home. So I was like, mm, I have same number of headsets as the entire office. So, um, yeah, I mean, I worked on the early, early days of Sansar on like the marketplace stuff. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that took a, a few more years. I was promised we were launching that summer and I was like, <laughs> and, uh, obviously Sansar didn't launch for right. a few years. So, uh, fast forward a couple of more jobs. Uh, I landed at Altspace and, uh, we were like really small at the time. I don't know if how many of you guys know, we were like a tiny startup. In Redwood City, California. This is pre-Microsoft. And it was a bunch of hippies. I mean, yeah, pre-Microsoft. Right. And we were doing crazy stuff. We were doing like leap motion and like full body tracking. And it was a little freewheeling um, back then. And we, do, we could do whatever. Like there were no rules or <laughs> anything back then. Um, we were also putting through a lot of money. So it uh, by, <laughs> by the time, uh, what was it, mid-2017 rolled around and there was... Um, VR had like a, right. a little trough of disillusionment. Yep, I remember that. Um, we weren't able to secure funding. And we were actually like fully, were we fully shut down? I actually don't know. But we were like, um, we were like off. There was a goodbye party. There was a wait. Oh, wow. There was all kinds of sad sadness. Um, but through that, uh, me and like as of that was happening, uh, actually, I'm not. I think I should be able to talk about this. I, I remember Alex Gitman came down to Redwood City um, and took took us to us, the engineers, and not everybody, but like a small group. And we had dinner, and he like whined and he told us about mixed reality and where this could go. And 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 some of us were like, "Oh, that's you know, that's pretty interesting. Like, what right. what could happen if we had some more funding?" Um, so. Uh, I was part of, a, I think, three engineers and 10 people total who got, um, we actually relocated to Redmond in, in Seattle, instead of Washington. 
Wow. And that's where Altspace has been since. I've since moved back to Bay Area here um, in, in, in California. So I'm 100% remote. Um, and uh, oh, wow. I'm, uh, so I don't know. Many of you guys might be like, I might have to go back to the office. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> not going back. You're to like, I've the got office. the metaverse. We don't need Never. that anymore, especially for working for Altspace. Yeah, you may, I may or may not be wearing pants. Yeah. You guys well, don't know. Exactly. So. We know you yeah. don't have legs. At least that much is. Uh, <laughs> that much <we> know. <laughs> exactly. No false advertising right, there. So. Right, right. Cool. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. I have, I have a lot of questions. I want to get back to the fintech idea because I did have a question for you later on about crypto integration, but that <laughs> that's something that we'll leave. Yeah, I actually spent a lot of time doing crypto stuff. Right. Um, here and there. Uh, you did back then, or you do now? No, no, no. Right now, right. it's just like too. It's too sad, right. and it's too. It's too hard to keep up with all the memes. Right, right, right. And I mean, Doge is already on. Like, is is already on. Uh, on. Anyways, right. let's not get into right. that. Um, Oh, if you guys are interested. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, so anybody who's here, we've got a bunch of people, Kendra and Lobar and uh, A Shining and Nexus and everyone. If you have uh, questions in between our segments, uh, we'll let you guys uh, jump in. Um, so I, I have a few other things. So I, I, I mean, Yale, then Stanford. And I think I've mentioned, read somewhere Berkeley. So you're not a smart guy at all. Berkeley? Is that not? Uh, I didn't go to Berkeley. Okay. Actually, I, I got accepted for undergrad, but I wanted to get as far away from my parents as possible. <laughs> so I was like, that would be the East Coast. Right. And then, so. and then I, I love how you, you know, I, I'm like, I get into to VR and I like create this tiny little world. I'm like, okay, this is like all I could do. You're like, oh, I'm just going to invent a game that happens to be in the Oculus store. So that's pretty amazing. Do you do any more? <laughs> well, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm not a founder or anything, right. but... um. I mean, if you guys know, I'm pretty intense as a person. So when I get into something, I really get into right. it. Like when I got into crypto, I was like, I was doing some programming. I was, I, and I, I've invested in a lot of different projects and stuff. I'd like to really get into it. Um, so obviously with VR, yeah, I really get into it, right? Like, I mean, I recognize these kit objects because I, I brought most of these oh, in. Wow. Like these are my kits, right? So yeah, I got really into it. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, Very yeah. cool. Um, cool. Well, uh, that's pretty awesome. You were back in, uh, you're in VR. I can't believe you're like OG Altspace. Like that is, that goes way back. And you've been with Altspace for a long time. So you have seen all the progression. So what exactly um, are you involved with? Because it's like so much has changed. I've, I've been in Altspace now for only about a year, but even I have seen like, things come and go. I've seen new avatars be formed. I've seen new pro web projectors that we're looking at here. And it, it's constantly changing. And almost every week, there seems like there's an update. So what 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 involvement do you have in the back end on that kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, I've seen the evolution of uh, like most everything in alt space from the original, from the original way we had welcome spaces uh, to like all the five versions of avatars we've had. Like there was the ro robot apocalypse yep. for yep. a while. And uh, I mean, we, we've even had two different SDKs. Right. <laughs> we've had uh, three or four versions of Unity. I remember when we started, it was Unity 5.2 or 5.4. <laughs> so um, a lot has changed. I mean, in terms of the back end, um, you know, we've been building on the stuff that uh, you know uh, that we created like long ago. Like the friends, I, I created the friend system, oh, wow. the, the original friend like friend invites and stuff like that. And we built on top of that. Um, like, uh, I mean, I 
yeah. I mean, like for most features, there's a front end and back end component. The back end component is like stuff in the API and stuff that's happening in like the cloud. Mm -hmm. And then the front end component is what we call like is, is stuff in the client. So that's in the Unity game engine. That's like the art right. and the content. Um, and most of that, ha uh, for most features, things have to work together um, for for everything to function. Right. Um, and so most of the stuff you don't see behind the scenes, I'm, I'm, I'm working on stuff like that. Um, and, uh, and Crazy. Yeah. yeah, so happy to dive into specifics. But. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I'll probably, we'll open it up for questions here if people do have specifics because there's probably much more technically minded uh, people than myself. But So back in the day, you said there was like three engineers that moved, that came forward into Microsoft. H how many engineers are there now? Or are you... Is the team growing? Um, or? I'm not really allowed to say specific ones, but I think as a team, we're like starting to reach 50, oh, I wow. think. Um, but it's, you know, when we, when we moved, it was 10 right. and it, it grew for a while. Things, things are always uh, kind of fluctuating, but right now we're in a period of growth as a team. And so we're adding engineers and PMs and everybody. That's exciting. Well, good yeah. good to know that there that Microsoft is at least not project of keeping it alive and now it sounds like maybe even expanding it that's that's great to hear i'm sure everyone here would be oh we're definitely expanding now i mean uh, i think you know it's um from week to week it's hard it's hard to see it but um and then a lot of the things we're starting to work on are like bigger and so they'll take uh three six months maybe a year for for some of this stuff to come out um but these are the bigger things that will take start to take us to the next level mm. um, and help us separate so how separate us from from the rest of the company well i would be remiss if i didn't try can you give us any hints <laughs> as to what might be on the hints? docket <laughs> um not really i mean i, I you know i try not to get fired most days um <laughs> right, right, right. i'll sneak some stuff in here and there but um, we not on a recorded show right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had to try. I had to try. All right. Before we move on, anyone here have any uh, questions about uh, Jimmy and his origin story uh, before we get into the, the stuff he's working on? Origin story. Yeah. <laughs> I had a high midichlorian count when I was little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But not anymore, though. As you guys somehow you found a way to get rid of it. Um, all right. Well, anyway, uh, Daryl, nice to see you. Cornelius, uh, everyone here. Everyone seems to be okay. Well, we'll... Uh, We'll keep rolling forward then. So I noticed, so the project that I uh, came to become aware of you is that you are starting to host these events where you are helping people build the metaverse. So um, how did that come about? Is that sort of like community outreach or is that just your own side hobby or how did that come about? Uh, well, uh, so building metaverse to show is just, uh, a, a good way for me to stay connected with the community and to um, be a punching bag, whipping boy for people <laughs> who want to complain about stuff because we don't have enough people who, who do that. <laughs> so uh, I'm here for it. And um, uh, I have a particular uh, attachment to world building because in back in, what is it, 2019, me and Max, uh, an, another dev, we partnered on how to, how to create this um, this program like before that we didn't have any actually before that we barely had home spaces we added like home spaces and then we were like you know what should we do for letting people create content and um and i think we i think we, we made a pretty interesting choice and it's kind of played itself out um whereas some other games or platforms would only limit you to what they the the, the building blocks they provide you know i think the, a key thing we we provide is we do that as as well but we let you use 
um, Unity and a Unity um, uh, plugin to upload your own content, your own templates, your own like, templates which are environments, and then kits are like things that you can place in the world. So I think that's kind of our part of our secret mm. sauce um, that kind of will help us differentiate from from other platforms. Because mm-hmm. um, I really think like having everything look the same while that's okay for a single game, like that's not the metaverse. It's not going to look right. the same, right? Um, even if you watch Ready Player One, cheesy as it is, like you want to see all that right. stuff right, right, right. <laughs> together. It's like it's like the ultimate mashup, right? right? Like, uh, yeah. So I think, um, and from the from the the world builders and the stuff that they they built, you mentioned um, Stajazuka for like they take us to places that. You know, we as a platform could never make ourselves. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's working. We got to double down yeah. on that, and we're gonna make stuff easier. I take a little time. Have some patience, everybody. Right. But I'm yeah, I'm I'm absolutely invested in that approach because I you know, <laughs> I was was part of the the founding uh, or the kind of you know duo that that brought that to life. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm all in on that. Well, that's that. amazing. And I'm sure everyone here will be happy to hear that because that's, you know, everyone world building. I, I, you know, I come from the film world and really it's all about the director and the film world. You come into alt space, you come into virtual reality. And for me, it feels like it's all about the world builders, right? They're the ones who create the vibe of the, the places that you hang out in. And they're the ones who create the experiences that you're going through. And so that's obviously a huge draw. So that's, that's, that's really great to hear. I, I think also uh, we wouldn't be here if we didn't, if you didn't have a lot of event tools that are helpful. So that's another thing I think that's sep- like, why am I not hosting this event? And uh, I know you're not allowed to say the competitor, but I am because I don't <laughs> work for us like VR chat or, you know, or, or rec or something yeah. like that. And it, and it's really because, uh, it's so chaotic and so crazy that you can't have a, a sort of, organized discussion or organized meeting, uh, especially if I'm hosting a, a podcast for, uh, for outside of that. So, um, so that for sure is, is part of why I, I love alt space. Um, and I think that's part of the secret sauce too. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say that, that you guys really focus on events in some ways? Yeah. I mean, we were the event platform before events became hot. And then as you, if you notice, like everyone else is like, we're also an event platform. No, we're an event platform too. And I'm like, all right, guys, there's no, uh, we don't have a monopoly on like running events. I welcome everybody, every platform, VR and chat. They, they should do events too. Um, because I think uh, we've kind of, as an industry, we kind of found out that it's hard to get a lot of people to be in VR all the time. It's just some, somewhat impractical, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to come in at a specific time, get in, mm-hmm. get out, do your thing, whether it's a meetup or come to a show like this or create some stuff, um, that, I think that, we can scale up to millions, hundreds of millions, billions of users, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's the winning formula. Today we call it events, um, but it's a pretty big umbrella term. And it could be, I think it just means like coming into VR or coming into mixed reality to hang out with people at a specific time. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you just kept it like that, you can call it events today. You can call it, I don't know, shenanigans tomorrow, whatever. <laughs> okay. um, that's That's kind of what we're focusing on. Um, right. And I think over, um, some of you may remember back then we had things like activities and this and that. It just got a little too crazy. Mm. And so we've more recently, more recent years kind of scoped that all down and say, all right, there's the events and then the world, there's world building and they all, and they have to kind of work together. Right. And um, it helps each other. Yeah. Um, but those are two like, key pillars I see. Right. 
Cool. Yeah. You know, uh, talking about um, the events, you know, I, I, now I can also, because I've got you here, I can just throw at you crazy ideas that I would love to see and see it. Maybe they're totally impossible. Sure. But so right now, all of course I can do is I can record a 2D image that I can put onto YouTube. But imagine if you could record the actual 3D experience and like walk around the 3D experience and like spray paint a wall or whatever, that would be incredible, right? Uh, so you're, you're nodding and looking at me. So. <laughs> uh, we've had that. Oh, wow. And we will have it again. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, hopefully soon. Yeah. Uh, maybe you probably remember. But like back then we had the, when we, the technology we call front row yep. wasn't just about having multiple rooms. It was about recording everything in, or recording the key things happening in in the event all in 3D. So we're, we would record your entire avatar pose. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, this was before privacy and stuff from Microsoft. But like back then, uh, I actually had a sport. I actually had a different show, a sports show with my buddy Sam, and we would do like a sports talk show, yell at each other, do crazy stuff, make predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things we did uh, experiment with was take that front row technology, record yourself making that prediction. Then at the next show, you can say like, "This is my prediction," and, you, and I played and I pl- replayed myself saying silly things like, "Oh, that's cool. going to go four and zero in the NBA finals," and like you know, and they did, and I'd be like, "Haha, Sam, look," and then he would you know, but like um, we did that, uh, and so it is it's totally possible. And if you, you've seen this type of technology and other VR apps and platforms before, whether it's like Oculus media and being able to record mm-hmm. like your, you know, your drawings over time or brush or something like that, right. You can fast forward and back, um, back and forth. Um, we did something similar. Um, unfortunately we haven't been able to keep up with, keep, keep the tech like updated, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll, we're going to bring that back. Oh. Um, hopefully soon. Oh, wow. Because I think that's, that's you know, what you're talking about, like, hey, what is the future of podcast? Right. What is the future of TV? What is the future of film? Like, you know, if we could record and play back, mm-hmm. and the avatars may be low res today, but, you know, fast forward 5, 10, 15 years, if those avatars are photorealistic, right? Like in, um, I don't know, whatever, I am like, Red Dead 2 or something. Right. If they were like that and the horses were like, you know, like real poop and the hair right. was like flapping. But imagine that, but all recorded, played back, that would dramatic, I think that will, it, um, sooner rather than later, I think will really shake up um, film oh, yeah. and TV and TV. Uh, I mean, TV is already getting shaken up by like Netflix and Disney Plus and yeah. stuff, but this tech is going to be pervasive and it's going to shake all that up. Totally. Just, it's going to really democratize the type of experiences and content that people make. And so you won't need to do things like GTA five, have like a thousand people work on it for six years. It's like, Oh my God, that's crazy. Um, Right. But in the future, maybe it'll be, it'll go down to a hundred people, 10 people. And eventually I think you can get down to a few people uh, working on something for, you know, uh, a couple months to a year. If you can get it down there, you you will see an explosion of uh, of interesting content. Movie. It's it's just like with the the um, like indie films or indie games, right? Back in the old days, if you want to make a film, like go raise ten million dollars and then spend five years. Yeah. Now, like uh, you know, stuff like Blair Witch Project, whatever. Somebody gets right. a 
camera goes out there and like, oh my God, on the iPhone and they shoot the movie and they use all this free software and boom, they've got something. Um, or like even Old Town Road with like music, mm-hmm. right? Old Town Road is some kid in, in, his, in his like dorm room and he's like, boop, 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 and then now he's like everywhere. Right. Right. Totally. Uh, mega hits. And so it's becoming more, I mean, YouTube is a precursor to us in, 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 in that kind of way where, um, you know, People who started early on the platform, like PewDiePie, like he was just a kid. Mm. Now, like you know, we're talking about hundreds of millions. But people, or, or like uh, Charlie Puth or something, or any of these like the new generation creators. Any of them came up like in their room, and now they're huge. Yeah. And so, I think we can do the same thing with um, with VR and AR and reality. Like the tools just make everything easier and cheaper. I mean, you've got a bot right there recording recording like that's a free-floating camera yep. right like imagine you have to do that in the real world you have to buy like a canon dslr right. you're gonna buy pay ten thousand dollars for like an apple trash can and oh man all the cost is gonna go yep. down I, okay I, sorry i think i skipped ahead to the future <laughs> that's, this no no in. i love it uh take it no 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 that's it that's <laughs> i love it all and you know i i'm i'm already i'm waiting for the day when like okay let's say we could walk around this event and you could record the, the, the 3d atmosphere okay so 20 years from now when vr is completely pervasive and photo real you know that this avatar and this style this poly count is going to be cool again because it's retro you know, this is going to be like the, uh, the original yeah. Nintendo Super Mario Brothers. Everyone's going to be like, oh, dope, man. I'm going to go hang out in low poly tonight. That's going to be so yeah. cool. You know, like, you know, that's going to happen. Oh, can you believe back then they only had 2,500 polys for the whole right, avatar? Right, right. Oh, exactly. man. Exactly. Grandpa, how did you live? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And they'll be able to come in here and relive it again and be like, look at how they're talking. Look at how silly this world looks. I can't wait for all that stuff. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well. that's that's pretty amazing. Um, so, okay. So, uh, y- you know, when you're hosting this event, Building the Metaverse, where would people, where should people start when they're uh, coming into alt space and, and they want to get involved? Uh, what do you tell people or where do you lead them? Well, you know, I, I, I usually say that, um, uh, you know, as with most things when you're creating, it's about having the, 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 the creator community, the support group, mm. right? Um, because especially in these early days, the, te- the techniques and technology, it's all new, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a coincidence that, uh, you know, back in the day when uh, George Lucas was making Star Wars, he was friends with... Uh, you know, Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. and like, uh, they were like working yeah. and helping each other. And, uh, you know, they, and, and they, they, you don't create great stuff in, in isolation. So I, I would tell people to meet people, um, whether it's in like campfire, whether it's through the discord and see, and then also looking at what other people make, like we have, these of, course, come events, in, um, like, of course, come to simulation nation. They could, uh, this is where they could, yeah, so like, like, <laughs> Great, like you're creating uh, many communities within the community. Like this is all part of the, the way that people can get involved. Because um, like you know, a lot of this stuff is not going to be like in a textbook. Uh, will it ever be in a textbooks? Will textbooks even be a thing in the future? I don't, I don't even know. Right. right now, knowledge is shared um, like at lightning speed, day to day, in real time on things like Discord. Um, and if you wait for the documentation come out, comes out, it's going to be like oh, <laughs> totally. the, the next wave. So, right. um, um, so yeah, I, I, I would say uh, at least specifically for world building alt space, the, the Discord's a great place because that's where all the world builders hang out. Hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have uh, 
certain events like this or like my event or uh, uh, there are some world building tours. There's some kind of like um, some popular world building related events that you can mm -hmm. easily discover and, and check out and, and then meet people. And then people usually take you to, right. to, to the next level. Totally. Yeah. That's a, that's really interesting. And that is really great advice because it's true. That's sort of that's how I got started, right? I came in and I was uh, just checking around and someone's like, hey, you want to check out this really cool world? You open a portal and my mind was blown. And then we zapped to another world and we kind of just like hung out for the evening and people came and went and we I got to see all these worlds and I got so inspired by all these incredible worlds out there that I then was like, how do I do that? And got the, you know, sort of, uh, I guess you have to make it a dev, whatever you have to get some, you know, uh, you have to open up something or you ask for permission or whatever. And then the next thing you know, I'm building this world and starting these events. But that is interesting though. It is, it is really about the community, right? That is, I guess the, the most powerful thing. It's not the tech. It's the, it's the people behind the the tech, I guess is the, it's the individuals and tech's going to be janky, right? When they started, first started TV black and white. Yeah. yeah, and you're just like, oh my god! If you thought World Builder had limitations, oh, let me tell you, Roman Television had limitations back right. then. No color, even right. right. Uh, so every medium, when it starts, it's going to have some really jankiness with the tech early on. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's like crazy big cameras, crazy expensive cameras in film, or like um, even a radio, like the radio quality back then, like when radio first came out, it was crap. Mm -hmm. It was absolute, you know, crap. And people like had these like homemade radios and stuff like that's what they were working with. Uh, that's where we are now. We're like in the early days where the text, it's bound to be like janky. Yeah. Right. Um, and, um, but that also means it's like the early days of the, of the land rush, so to speak. Mm. Uh, you know, you can be the next uh, Kurosawa right. or the next whatever. Right. You can be like before it gets crowded. Like you trying to make a movie today, everyone's like, oh, "I've seen that. Oh, that was this right. movie." And, that, and then you're just like, "Oh my god, are they even any more original ideas anymore?" Yeah. Right? Um, but in uh, in mixed reality and VR here, like you know, you put a cube on a mountain, everyone's like, Ooh, "I've never seen that before." Okay, yeah, I'm not saying people are putting cubes on mountains, but <laughs> relatively, uh, you've got wide open uh, space to to work. And you could be the one that um, starts a particular style yep. or like starts a particular movement. Like that's, I think that's where all the magic is um, because there are no, really no rules, totally. no style police yet, no real trends. Like you get to create it now. Yep. I think if you fast forward um, five, 10 years, when these, when metaverse platforms like all space become more, more popular, it's going to have more people, but it's also going to be more crowded. Right. So the opportunity Absolutely. Down. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I've, 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 I've said those exact words to many people in the past where it's like, if you want to be a pioneer, you know, there are risks to that. Uh, but you are able to invent things right before your very eyes. It's a whole new medium. So I'm, I'm of the mind, I guess we are just talking about the future a lot, but I am of the mind that the film medium was really the last century. And that when all is said and done, this next century is going to be the virtual century. Um, I, I just feel like there's no way around it. It's just, uh, and so we're right at the beginning. We're right at the Lumiere brothers. I don't know if you know, like Chris Milk, who's sort of like this auteur of VR world. And he, he created this space, mm -hmm. this, yeah. uh, event, this thing called evolution of verse, where he had a, like the train from the original Lumiere brothers, uh, movie, but then he made it come at you and then sh blow right into you. And, into the crib, yep, right? exactly. Yeah. And it's like that. Oh, it's like, you know, right away. It's like, well, 
when the Lumiere brothers showed their movie, people were running out of the theater because they thought the train was going to hit them. But now it's like so blase, <laughs> right? But yeah. I put it on my yeah. I put it on my mom, for example, at Christmas. I got her a little Google cardboard, and she and it did that thing, and she threw it across the room. And I was like, oh my God, what, <laughs> we're right back at the Lumiere brothers. We're right at the very beginning again. And this next decade is or generation is going to be uh, filled with all that stuff. So um, totally, totally agree. Um, so that's, that's interesting. So then, um, as, by the way, if anyone has any questions, um, I've now uh, just used the, the raised hand option. So uh, please use that and we will uh, ask uh, Jimmy any questions you might have. Ender, Lobar, A Shining, uh, Mobs, Mobs back there, and Phone Bone, and uh, anyone have any uh, questions or thoughts? Um, we'll open that up. And actually, we already do. So let's open it up for Pope Pat. What's up, Pope Pat? Hey, uh, awesome. Hey, it's good to be here. So you raised some good points there about. Um, but this is just the time for us all to start creating content and we can all go out there and be Kurosawa's. Uh, when I first arrived here five months ago or five weeks ago, I thought I would be in the back of a long line, people to make content, but you can go right to the front of a line. You can go right to this room and you're talking to Jimmy. <laughs> and that is where I have the disconnect. So the disconnect is, it's like a party where everybody's coming in and they're like, there's so many creators here, but why can't we strike right now while the room is hot? You know, because Horizon is got a really good interface and there's other places that have other things, but this is the place where the people are of the right sentiment, the right age, the right interest levels. They, they, they all like a similar thing. So do it. I mean, I, I say now is the time to like pull out whatever you got at Altspace to Woo! make creators yeah. like King. And don't just you can't just say it though. I mean, I want to. I'm not saying that you uh, you're doing the right thing, but, but it's so hot right now. Let's just make it happen for creators. What can you give us? Oh, that's interesting. It depends <laughs> on what you want. <laughs> um, I I think there's there's still a lot of stuff that we got to do to make it easier for 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 people to create. Right. So one of the things I've learned over the last um, you know four years of working on this is you can make the tech really powerful, just like you can make a, a great iPhone. It takes time to get people used to the technology. And that includes the audience, not just the creators, but the audience as well. Right? Like you might create an amazing world, but as you know, users might come in and it will take them like an hour just to get their bearings. And maybe depending on what hardware they're using, they might be, they might be getting sick. So these are the so things like education, documentation, just getting stuff out there, um, just helping people understand the medium and understand the tools, um, both on the creator side and the audience side. I think that's a that's usually a, a longer term thing because that means you have to change how uh, like the entire society thinks about something, change what the entire society understands about something. Um, so going back to the, the mobile phone example, right? Like when the iPhone first came out, like you had people didn't know what swiping or pinching or any of those gestures were. Within, you know, people looked at a screen and they're like, oh, okay, cool. They never thought about touching it. But now um, when I have my, uh, when I work with my four-year-old, she's going up to my laptop and she's like swiping on the screen. She's like, daddy, this thing's broken. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's broken. It's a, it's a, it's a MacBook. She's like, yeah, when I swipe, it doesn't do anything. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right, paradigm shift. 
um, kids are kids these days already grew up in that um, in that paradigm, right? In this state of mind. But for them, swiping is natural. Um, for them, wireless internet is natural. For me, I remember I had to plug in the modem. Was like, yeah, I had making documents and shit to like connect. Like now, people are like Wi-Fi. It's like, wh- wh- why do you have cables? <laughs> like, um, I think we're gonna have the same thing with um, VR and, and mixed reality at large. Um, we're st- people are still used to typing keyboards, two D flat screens, video. It's hard to get people to understand things in like. 3D and speak that language of 3D. I think us, uh, Altspace and other VR platforms, and even Microsoft at large has spent a lot of time um, trying to get people to understand like what 3D is, but um, it's it's still going to take more time, right? Even with 3D movies, some people still think 3D movies is, uh, 3D is when you like put on the stereoscopic mm. goggles in, 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 in the movie theater and have like arrows come to here for, for like gimmicks, mm. right? They don't understand that, like, they're working with new tools now, like game engines and, like, the rendering and, like, frame rates and, like, presence and sensors and full body tracking. Most people don't know about all of that um, yet. And uh, I think it'll take a little bit of time before people start speaking that language. Um, But I think they eventually will because the experiences in here are so compelling there's just so many things you can do that you can't do just in um in in real life but that transition is going to take time and i think that's something that it's it's hard to fast track that hard to make that um like (laughs) express track to that future is uh i don't think that exists i think it'll just take you you can speed it up a a little bit but um getting people to understand how to interact with computers and and technology and all this new stuff that we're building, um, that's going to take some time. Right. I guess if there was anything that's going to speed up the process, it was the pandemic, right? You guys must have seen a huge jump in in users with new headsets and people at home and wanting to get out. Did you find that that was an accelerator? Um, in, in general, it is. But I think even if you look at things like um, Zoom and stuff, people are people are comfortable doing it, but they're not like, like digital natives right. in that right, sense, right, yeah. Right, right, right. right? People like when Zoom first started, people were like, like Zoom bombing was a thing, and they were like, "Oh my god, there's no password on this. So we can just type in some right. stuff." So even even I think we're still like society as a whole. We're still getting used to video. We're still getting used to streaming, right? Uh, you've probably got uh, friends or parents who are like. Why would kids watch kids play games right. online? That is ridiculous, right? right? Twitch, uh, or like, why are you? Why, why are, do you know this kid can make can make like can film himself like doing stupid stuff on YouTube and make thousand dollars? That's crazy, kids right. these days. And we're like, that's been grandpa. That's been like fifteen right. years, <laughs> right? So um, we're still getting used to uh, that. Uh, I mean, we're still getting people. I, I mean, I've had world builders say, oh, I can't up up upload and i say like how fast is your upload and they're they'll be like oh it's um one mbps and i'm like facepalm like, you know, trying to, so we're still working through a lot of these um challenges from whether it's hardware whether it's network bandwidth uh whether it's just like kind of education um it's it's takes it takes time right for sure <laughs> it takes time and patience sure. 
it, it takes it takes the old generation to die off and the new generation to come up and say, guys, we know how to do this. No problem. It's like, maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to get into the boomers and uh, Gen X battle stuff. Gen X disagrees. <laughs> Us dark souls understand what's, what's going on. All right, we'll take one more question and we'll keep moving on. Uh, Eli. What's up, Eli? Hey, how's it going? Uh, great. Thanks. Um, newbie here. Um, so what would be like some really tactical recommendation if somebody wants to start dabbling in creating, you know, a universe? Like what are the really practical steps for me to get involved? I'm not a coder or anything, but you know, there's some other platforms you can use some like their own assets in doing it. And so any, any guidance that you could provide, provide me? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, ref I referenced the, the unit level of stuff, but that stuff honestly is still very advanced. Actually, if you look around this environment um, that Graham has made, uh, uh, a lot of it is with kits that are available to you as well. The, you know, the each alien building, um, uh, that like bomb looking thing that's super ominous, <laughs> even the, the ground. Um, these are kits that you can, uh, th th these are things that you can spawn from um, kits that are available to everyone in um, all space. So you want to get started. Uh, we we automatically create your first world for you. Uh, if you're looking for it, it's in your main menu, world, my world, I think. So that's, you know, you've already got a starter world ready for you. You can go in there and experiment. Um, in there, you'll have the world editor. And I won't go into too much detail here. I think I, for me, I would just start playing around with it. You know, this, the concept should be hopefully intuitive. The UI might be not be the easiest to use, but just getting to uh, browsing through stuff, click you know, click on some stuff, spawn some stuff. That, I think that's the, the the fastest way to get started. And then from there, you can look at our documentation, and you can um, uh, uh, get on Discord and you know ask questions and stuff. Um, but I'll just start start playing around with it because you can spawn stuff and then you delete it. Right? The idea is like that that whole process should be simple. Yeah. I could vouch for that. I mean, this this everything here is is available in all space. I didn't input anything except some pictures I took of different events and things, but that's about it. Everything else is already here. Uh, so it's it, it, you know this was I guess the first world I did was basically just a screen in a floating uh, lake. You know, it, it had a, a and so then the next world you get you get a little more ambitious and then a little more ambitious and it's just about putting one block in front of the other. It, you know, building this place it was just like every panel of Flooring. Just put like one panel and then another panel, and then a couple of days later, you come back. You're like, "Wow, I have an entire floor for this city," you know. And and it just it's 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 really gratifying to mm -hmm. see it come to life in 3D. Like you're actually building a world, you know. Um, so yeah, just I, I totally agree that just diving in and trying it uh, is the best way for sure. Um, great. So okay. So if anyone else else has any other questions, let me know. Uh, just use the option. Otherwise. Um, uh, let's let's dive into. We did t touch about the future a little bit, but I've got a few specific questions. I I, don't, I won't get into the nitpicky things. Like I would sure. love, like oh, like for example, the Roy projector not to see the top of the menu and like it have volume controls and things like that. But let's. We talked a little bit at the beginning about um, something that I would love more than anything, which is that this is sort of designed to be like a cyberpunk Times Square, and in every sort of center of a city, you've got shops that you could actually buy things in. So in my shops here, as you come down this corridor, someday I would love to be able to say, oh, you know, 
click on this QR code and uh, a, a t-shirt will be delivered to you in the real world, a Simulation Nation t-shirt, and you can pay through crypto. And then it's sort of crypto integrated into the world so that people could tip the uh, the guests that's on stage if they like what they're saying, or they could buy merch and that merch could get delivered to their real house or something like that. How far away are we from crypto integration? Is that something that's like super sci-fi or are we right around the corner? Um, I mean, crypto integration is not, it, it depends on what you, what you want crypto to do, right? I think in, in today's, in, in, in our society's relationship with crypto today, we're, we're in the stage where we underestimate some things and then we overestimate some things, right? Is, uh, is, is Web3 and crypto going to replace like Google and, and, and Microsoft and stuff? Probably not, right? Is it going to be really good for uh, specific use cases like um, uh, cross-border uh, uh, money transfer, or uh, if you're doing a stablecoin or something? You know, there's some interesting projects like Reserve and stuff like that. That in third-world countries, they're trying to work, even work with the government. And like, so crypto, it doesn't mean one thing. Um, it means that each crypto project is trying to achieve a different goal. And in terms of the like, crypto as software. There's certain places that it's good for. Uh, you guys probably heard of like NFTs and stuff. Um, you know, like probably one of the first things that people will experiment. Um, actually, there's already experiment with so with like things like Decentraland, um, and I think the other one's called Sandbox VR. Those are the two yeah. most prominent um, mixed reality slash um, crypto uh, projects right. out there. Right, they're like tied to their project. Um, and it's in the economy and they're trying to do all this NFT stuff. I think they've got, they, I mean, they have a chance to make that work, but I think they've kind of you know, increased their difficulty. It's like the Olympics mm. and most people are trying to do a dive. That's like, you know, 3.2 and Decentraland and Santa are like, no, we're going to go for right. five. And I'm like, right. oh, <laughs> that's pretty dangerous. Um, you can go for it. Right. But um, we already know that crypto is hard. Uh, and then mixed reality is also hard, crypto plus you know, exponentially mm -hmm. hard. So now, I think they're going to help pave the way for all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, and and I I'm personally really interested in crypto, so I'm like you know watching that. I think at least when it comes to platforms like AltSpace, we're like we're either part of Microsoft and we're we're bigger. Most things we do, we're thinking very long term, very much towards like. You know, um, hey, if this has to work, it needs to work like everywhere. Uh, if, if it needs, if it works now, it's got to work for like mm. you know a million mm. users, not just like five users. Mm -hmm. So we're all we're thinking in a, in, a, in a much so that that's part of the reason why a lot of changes are slower. It's because we have to think about that you know bigger picture, longer term mm -hmm. view, and so it's balancing balancing kind of that um, inertia with the you know the obviously my desire to go yeah, as fast yeah. as we can balancing that um is, is gonna be a is gonna be the challenge for right for for crypto um because um i mean to be honest like virtual economies aren't new back in 20 you know 2003 in second life there's already the london dollar there there was an exchange there was a marketplace mm. people were making i mean back then people were some real estate, virtual real estate people were making millions of dollars. So you don't need to have a VR headset to do those experiments. Um, they're more interesting when there's more people, but um, 
I, I don't think it's a requirement to make that happen. So I think in terms of like when would that happen, I can't tell you the exact time, but I think there, there will be kind of a progression. Right? I think you will start with probably things like um, uh, being able to buy tickets to events first before you have like a full-on like, uh, you know, economy. Um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, we, 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 we've talked, I mean, everyone's talked about like, Hey, people are creating content and they're kind of like, uh, paying each other, um, directly and stuff. What if we had a marketplace? I think that kind of stuff, you know, would come first, but before you would get to like, Hey, can we use crypto for this? Right. Cause you would need crypto for it for I specific see. things, yeah, yeah. whether it's, um, yeah, for NFTs, it's, it's more about, okay, we, we really need like this level of trust and you want you want it to be decentralized i don't think you need a lot of this stuff to be decentralized right. yeah that makes sense um because it's hard enough making it work in right. a centralized system right. um typically i think for a lot of projects like you start with the um centralized solution and then you can make these decentralized versions of stuff because you can take it to the next level do do some more work and get these other benefits uh i think it's really hard to start with a project that's completely decentralized as you've may have seen from some of these crypto products. Okay, that's, that's really interesting. That, that leads me to sort of another question. So I know, you know, I think the ultimate holy grail that we all are thinking about is like a Ready Player One world, but that really is an open... So although it is, I guess it's just, it's it, well, it, it is one metaverse, I suppose. So I guess my question was going to be, I know a lot of people talk about this online where true the true metaverse exists when you don't have pockets of worlds that are independent only into unto themselves, right? So like Microsoft has theirs, Facebook has theirs, you know, all these different companies, but the true uh, Ready Player One world will only exist when they can um, interact with each other in a mass open space. But that I guess is, you're sort of saying is like pretty far off because we, you first of all have to get the Microsoft pocket right and the Facebook pocket right before you can sort of decentralize it and open it up and, and sort of cross pollinate those worlds. I, I, yeah, my kind of my definition of metaverse differs from what most people think about it today. I think, um, you know, I, I think about it as like we'll probably never get to one where everything is just like controlled by one company as as it is in Ready Player One. Um, uh, I think you know we're probably going to get um, like a handful of big ones. And then a long tail of small ones. Like if you want to have your own thing that's just for that purpose, you can you can still have that. I think the key is like how do they interoperate? Right. And if you look at some of the language and you know kind of papers, I guess not papers, but like some of the writings coming out of um, Epic, um, they make Fortnite and Tim Sweeney, and he's currently having a fight, legal fight with some people right now. <laughs> right. But like you know, he's talked a lot about the metaverse and he so. But his themes are things like um, standards, interoperability, right? So if everyone agrees to certain standards, then we could travel between metaverses pretty easily. If we had standards for, say, avatars, we could use the same ones or at least have some, like, kind of, like, analogs. You know, sit, like, take your avatar here and make it similar and look similar enough in, in somewhere else. Mm. And so I think it's more about um, how, how we're going to make those connections and uh yeah definitely in the beginning it's, i think people will kind of do their own thing as as we see it right. now and it will take some time before we can have that interoperably because i think at, at the end of the day unfortunately the way modern capitalism right, works right. um 
you know, un until you kind of got your product all and your platform all um, set up and stable and probably monetized, it's, you know, it's, you're probably not going to open it up to like everybody. Yeah, no, totally, totally makes sense. Cool. Um, uh, all right, cool. Well, if anyone else has any questions, just use the raise hand option. Uh, otherwise, I've got like one or two more, and then we'll uh, probably uh, let Jimmy go back to his family who's <laughs> waiting for him. Um, but um, so we talked a little bit about uh, poly count. So what what does it require for us to bump up to the next level of poly count? Because I know when you... So here's an example. So I was a, a newbie. I, got, I, I created this world. I was super excited. The next level, I was like, well, I got to get into Unity. I made this whole world in Unity, tried to upload it. And then I realized it was 10x too big to be able to even fit on the platform. And that's when I started to realize, well, you need it to fit for mobile and it needs to be very light. So, um, what is where? Uh, what do you guys need, and how long will that take for it to get to that, that next level of uh, of graphic? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think it's uh, it's kind of a combination of things. Um, I'll, I'll I'll try to simplify a little bit. Like the the story overall combined is is that when you want to have an experience in VR. Um, it is a combination of uh, the you know the the complexity of the avatars you have and the environment and and we've kind of kind of broken that down for for people right it's like you be guidelines like hey don't put too many photos or like don't have any of these things those are rough guidelines um, the the real key components that determine how much we can how much immersion how much complexity we can put in in your experience. It's like your hardware. Hardware is probably the biggest hardware, meaning mm -hmm. like what um, what uh, compute platform are you using? Are you on like Quest? Are you on like uh, PC? Are you on whatever, mm -hmm. right? Uh, or like, you know, what graphics card you have? Um, back in the old days, uh, you know, if you start all the way back in the beginning, uh, or like the, the lowest common denominator, the, the lowest platform, uh, it would have been like Google Cardboard, right? right? It's like on your phone and there's even i mean it's just your phone uh we didn't officially support it but like i had i've seen people wow. run it they're like they come up to me like hey i'm like what are you running they're like wow. cardboard i'm like Ooh, that's crazy that. <laughs> <laughs> right and so your hardware problem determines a lot and then we had a generation of um like gear vr gear vr uh, 2 and then there was like daydream there was that Undergo, generation i guess after yeah, and 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 also, so that was before right. the go, right? So that was like still, you take the phone right. and you stick it over right, there, right. Um, and that was one generation. And so the hardware was still limiting you there, right? It gets it overheated in like fifteen minutes, um, and your battery went out in like fifteen minutes or whatever. Then you had Go or Quest, S two. So we as a platform try to look at where it is, where the industry is, where where a lot of people's hardware are, and and find like this middle ground, right? Because uh, you know, kind of our values is we're opting. One of our values is like we opt to try to get more mm -hmm. people um, access to the experience rather than okay, we're just going to cater to like you know people on uh, desktop PC with uh, 3080s, right? Like so, we're we're not in that camp. We're in the let's try to get as many people as we can. But that breath is it moves, right? And so when we started, it was like Gear VR, and obviously it was like PC only, and then when the Gear VR stuff came out, then Go, S1, 
Quest Two. Right now, where I think if you if you if you put a little arrow, we're like it's somewhere in between Quest One and Quest Two, and the whole industry is moving around Quest One and Quest mm. Two for like your average right. experience. And if you if you had that target, and um, one of the values we have is also as you know events. So for events, you don't want to be like I can only have five people in my right. event. Okay, that's a crappy event. Right. <laughs> um, you probably don't need a hundred people in your event because a hundred how many events have a hundred people? It's tough. But we try to go for between thirty and fifty. I think right now, like recently, made some tweaks. We're aiming for fifty. Yeah. And so if you have like if you're targeting performance at around Quest One, Quest Two, fifty people, and a reasonably interesting um, environment with our avatars and blah blah blah. That's where the needle. That's where kind of like the needle yeah. is. And the needle will continue to move forward as pe- as people's hardware um, uh, gets better. If we upgrade Unity, that's another huge component. So if, as the game engines um, update, they also um, uh, improve. The so with the same hardware, you're going to get better stuff. And so that's how we've been slowly upgrading stuff, right? We don't. Like we could crank it up the avatars, give you photo realistic avatars, and it would just be like a bunch of naked avatars in an empty space right. with like three right. people in a bed. Um, and so that is just a matter of choice, like how each platform um, balances uh, the, the, those trade offs. And so over time, you're going to see avatars get more options and more detail, probably. Over time, you're going to have more budget for the environment and lighting. But, uh, like, like right now, I can see lighting bounce off your face because your lighting is reacting to you. Not too long ago, all space avatars right. didn't react to light right. at all. Right, so we're slowly, you, you know, most people aren't going to notice that, aren't going to see that, but we're slowly moving in middle forward as the industry moves forward, as the hardware gets better, as game engines get better, as all this stuff gets better. So, um, all right, long, long response to that, right, is that like each platform chooses how to use that performance budget and it's a combination of like environment um environment and kits and avatars and stuff got it and how many people you want yeah that makes perfect sense so it's it's uh, it's a it's like a giant tank that's just rolling slowly and it's the world that needs to it's it's the the hardware plus the software plus the uh, events i get all that stuff that that totally makes sense yeah something that people don't know that that they should be free to do is you know if you are doing like a private experience for a client or something, or just with your friends and you guys are all on PC, you can crank it up all you want, right? If you don't need an event to be in a main event to attract other people and you're doing a birthday party or something, you can crank it up. You can add a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, You'll be fine. Well, we don't care, right? Yeah, right? You just have to remember that like, we care mostly like, okay, if you want to share with like a lot right. of people or you want to make in the main event and get it like feature, uh, get it right. featured, get main it like, promoted to a lot of people, then Got you're going ha- to want to hit that target. Otherwise, I mean, I, yeah, I've had people bring in entire game levels in here and right. stuff and to, to test stuff or like, you, know, you want to build your dream house, like not many restrictions. You can go pretty, pretty high, uh, pretty high yeah. on with it. Yeah, no, that's true. Actually, now that I think about it, I've I learned all that the hard way because I used to have posters on every one of these uh, windows that you see had one of our event posters, and so it was like all it was plastered everywhere, and I could twenty people would get in here and it would crash, and so then and then I and then back in the day you had to get permission to become uh, uh, featured, and so you needed to bring everything down and. I took out all the portals. I used to have a portal to it. Other worlds, we can't do portals if you want it to be a main event anymore. So that it's all because of the uh, amount of 
sort of um, memory, I guess, that's required. So that, that completely makes yeah, and just just to level set people's expectations, like what you can do in alt space is like orders of magnitude easier than what I had to do four right. years ago right. or six years ago. Yeah, six, six, seven years ago, trying to create my own uh, VR experience in a game engine. You had to do all the lighting optimization yourself, bake the lighting. You had to make. You had to do all the stuff yourself. You didn't have any of these things. Yes, we still have a few. Uh, forks and knives laying around that you cut yourself with, but uh, you know we've gone probably from thousands of hours of work to create experience down to like tens of hours of work, like relatively, totally. right? Like we've short, we've we've made so much of that easier. Um, yeah, just like man, big lighting optimization stuff. Ooh, wow. totally. Yeah, so we're trying to save you from all that right. stuff. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, we got one more question here from Lobar, and then that will uh, probably be it. So, Lobar, you are our lucky <laughs> last question here. Oh, hi. Thanks. Um, well, I just want to say really quickly, thank you so much for the incredible work of Alt Space. I I can't express how much I appreciate all the aspects of being able to build in world. Um, it's such a wonderful way to introduce people to VR. Um, thinking about events and the capacity at fifty people. Um, I'm personally very excited for how the capacity works with more people. Um, I have lots of friends who like to come and hang out inside of Alt Space because I'm part of the, you know, BRC VR events team. Um, but also, so my question really, though, is I have, I have kind of, well, the big question is actually about bringing other experiences into Alt Space. And I have one friend um, who they built an experience in the Microsoft Flight Simulator. And they asked me if they could import that into alt space and i have no idea and i just thought in this moment maybe you know if the microsoft flight simulator told them i'm sure they could like bring a video like i'm sure they could show a video of it as far as like i don't know that they could actually create the experience in here you know where they're actually like doing the flight simulator that to me i was like i have no idea i think you have to start from scratch on that yeah well i mean i, I have a couple of ideas for you i think it doesn't necessarily trend like you can't just jam similar in here, but you, what you uh, like the the really simple stuff is uh, video, obviously. But you know, what if you could do a three sixty video, and uh, you could have your video play in um, in the skybox and have it be playing in, uh, as a skybox, right? So we've done that for um, for uh, Samskara. Um, that was a kind of like a custom thing, but that kind of showed you proof of concept set wise that that you could do that. Um, if you're talking about bringing in some of the environments or models from flight, flight simulator, so let's say you had a particular aircraft that you really loved, then you could export that somehow into a common format like FBX or GLTF or something. Um, and that, if you can, like, essentially, if you can bring it into Unity, you can probably upload it to Altspace. Right? Um, that's how our Unity uploader works. We have a plugin. We grab the um, uh, grab the object or the scene that you want to import, and we package it up, and we we allow you to bring it in here. Um, so uh, that's where I would start. Um, is like, hey, find out is it is it just uh, one one or a few three D models, or is it an entire scene? Figure out how to export it into some common format, and then import it into Unity, and then you can use our um, our Unity uploader pipeline to to get the content in. I've seen. All kinds of stuff. Uh, I've uh, personally experimented with bringing in stuff from um, like Matterport scans. I don't know if you've they've scanned real world rooms and stuff. So I've, I've done that. 
I have brought in all kinds of 3D models from things like Sketch, um, Sketchfab and SketchUp and uh, even like Oculus um, uh, Medium, I guess it's Adobe Medium now, uh, or, or Tilt Brush. I've seen entire Tilt Brush environments um, that are animated that are in here. In fact, I mean, I could pop a portal later, I'll, I can take you to one. So that's, um, so the, the kind of way to do that is to um, just summarize, right? is to export from wherever you want to bring in that content into some um, uh, common format, import into Unity, and then from Unity, you can upload to Altspace. There you go, that's crazy. Didn't know that that was possible, that's amazing. Um, cool, well, thank you for the question, uh, Lofi. So, um, so yeah, where can people get in touch with you, Jimmy? Uh, you, you mentioned Discord, uh, I know you're on Twitter. Where's the best ways to reach out to you? Yeah. Uh, the Alt Space official Discord is probably the easiest way, altvr.com slash Discord. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, but uh, I don't hang out too much on Twitter. I think it's much easier to have. Uh, uh, I, I, actually, lately, I've been helping people in DMs and, and Discords because we're doing a, a Unity upgrade. So feel free to uh, uh, you know, tag me in, uh, in Discord. That's probably the best place. Got it. Great. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming. That was very informative. And we even did get to geek out about the future, even though we don't know the actual top secret plans of Microsoft and Allspace itself. We did get a really good uh, uh, informed opinion and vision of where we may be headed. So really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, thank you for teleporting into this broadcast of Simulation Nation, whether you're with us in glorious virtual reality like these fine folks or 2D or listening to the podcast a week from now on Spotify or iTunes. And remember to subscribe to our Instagram at the Simulation Nation, Twitter, Nation VR, Facebook, and Discord. And join us next week for our interview with Fidget Dion, uh, who is a VR archivist, who is like a real-world example of the curator for Ready Player One. Uh, and she exists, uh, and she archives things in the Afterville, which is another world here in Altspace. So until then, awesome. stay plugged, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>